Hi everyone, this is Mark with Speak Brave Podcast. Welcome to the show. I hope you have a great day, good evening, and a good night, wherever you are in the world. And today I have a special guest. It's my friend, a coach, a mentor, a fellow Toastmaster, the person who I've known for several years and I'm learning more every time I get together with her. My special guest today is Maggie Sabatier Smith. Is that right? That is correct. Maggie Sabatier Smith. Well, thank you for coming. I, I'm glad that you're here, Maggie. So let's get started right, right into the podcast. Are you, are you ready to speak brave? I am always ready to speak brave. Okay. Yes, my name is Maggie, and I am affectionately referred to as Coach Maggie. Mm-hmm. Coach Maggie. So uh, should I call you Coach Maggie then? I'm happy to have you call me Coach Maggie. Okay. Coach Maggie, how did you become Coach Maggie? Coach Maggie was birthed as a result of a life-changing experience. Mm -hmm. And in fact, it's what fuels my purpose as a coach, starting over. Mm -hmm. And it was a health issue. I was a international software consultant. I was in the computer field for over 30 years. Mm -hmm. And suddenly I had an illness. And as a result of that, I had to change careers. And quite frankly, I had no clue because once you step away from technology, as you know, uh, you're obsolete in about a month if you're not paying attention, right? So I am the living proof that we can start over, begin again with a new career. Mm -hmm. And I tapped into my skills and talents and did some research and suddenly Coach Maggie was born. And my company name is Called to Action because I am called to action. Okay, so it's brilliant, I think. So you're Coach Maggie, Mm -hmm. and your company is Called to Action. Correct. Everyone loves to be called to action, isn't that true? Absolutely. Everyone talks about it, Mm -hmm. but do they actually do it? I don't know. (laughs) That's funny, because you and I were talking about that earlier, that we can hope for new beginnings for people. We can equip them with Mm -hmm. the tools that they need, and they can speak a big game but not everybody does what they say they're going to do. So we have to, as coaches, let go of the outcome, give, a, give them our very best, and that's what we do. We give them our very best and hope that there's a spark, there's some inspiration that will move them forward to their better self. Okay, so that type of approach when we, I am also a coach, I help businesses and I help uh, professional speakers to elevate their game and you know, uh, make sure that they earn what they deserve and also for small business and for executives to speak with confidence. Mm-hmm. So some of the things that I do offer. Uh, when we do work with our clients and when you do work, how do you divorce yourself from that outcome? Because it's not easy and you see people, they're, they're in pain. Mm-hmm. They're in pain. They need help. So we, we have a heart of service. Would you agree? Absolutely. It's not only a heart of service, but if you're called to be a coach, you have vision, not only for yourself, but for the people that you coach. So when you speak to someone and you listen to their heart and you, you listen to their dreams, you see potential in them that they haven't even thought of. And so my job is to ask the breakthrough questions you know what will this person need to see beyond their current circumstance and sometimes i help them paint the picture of a future they had not even imagined and of course we call that visioneering 
And there's many coaches talk about vision boards and visioneering, but I like to use words to paint the picture of what's next for you. Mm-hmm. I love that. So you do visioneering. I have heard about imagineering from Disney, mm-hmm. which is just next door, but uh, visioneering. Is that, am I saying this right? You are. Visioneering to me means that you imagine yourself in the future. Now, okay. We, can, you, can we do this? Ex- when I, I don't want to do this exercise, but what I'd like to just to offer a glimpse of uh, a type of work that you would do. Okay. So I'll speak from personal experience. My first experience with someone inviting me to step into the future, and that's what we're doing. We're mm-hmm. stepping into the future, was at a workshop that I attended years ago. Mm-hmm. And so their question was, now that you know your personal mission, and my personal mission is you matter, God said so, do something about it. And that's where Call to Action came from because I'm all about action. And so in this visioneering, they asked me, what will you be doing a year from now, five years from now? Who will you be with? It's nine o'clock in the morning, what are you doing? It's noon, who are you having lunch with? It's three o'clock in the afternoon. And they even went into questions like, what are you wearing? And and what's your next project? And so as a result of that experience, I started talking about mentoring young women. I was talking about meeting with my publisher about my upcoming book, and this was years ago. I had the vision that I would be speaking about my future and the writing that I still had not even begun at that time, but I knew that I knew inside me that that was coming. And so I painted a picture, and at the time, I had no idea I'd be a coach. Here we are 20 years later, and I'm coaching. That's how long ago that conference was. But it was impactful. I can remember the day, the time, and who I was with, and it was, it was hopeful. And that's what we do as coaches, right? We bring hope. We, we share hope. We inspire hope. We invite hope in our clients so that they can see what's ahead for them. Right. I understand. Mm-hmm. As I'm listening to you, uh, Coach Maggie, what some of the things you have encountered in your practice with clients that face resistance? Resistance from themselves or from the world. Can you talk about some of the things that um, some clients, without being too specific, but rather if you would share helpful uh, conversation right? so we can understand what we can do? Well, first of all, if you have any kind of hope for a future, any vision, any goal, mm-hmm. you're going to have obstacles. It's part of the deal. Okay. Because if there's no obstacles, your goal is probably not worth achieving. Right. 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 And so we're going to be stepping out of our comfort zone regardless of what the goal is. And so part of the challenge the clients face is that tug of war between what was and what's going to be. And one of the things I love to say is you can't get to where you're going until you leave where you've been. There's a certain amount of grieving associated with that. The other challenge is that we pack so much into our lives that probably does not belong. And maybe because we're people-pleasing or life circumstances, and we have to take a good look at what's in our circle. Who is in our circle of influence? You know, Jim Rohn says we are the average of the five people that we spend time with. And so are those five people going on the same journey that you want to embark on? And if they're not, how do you find that group of people that will support you on your journey? And how do you ease away, spend less time 
with those that are actually going to drain you and pull you away because guess what? When we step out of our comfort zone, we impact the comfort zone of the people that are in our lives. We're messing with their story because now we're not part of that story and they don't like it. And so that's one of the biggest challenges is in relationships that we care for people and yet we know that we know that we know that we need to move forward. And so that there's a dance between what was and what's going to be. And that's the biggest obstacle, helping them see that. And the way to overcome that obstacle is back to visioneering. Paint that why picture. Why do I want to move ahead? Why does it matter? What will, how will it impact the world if I succeed at what I want to do next? And if you paint that picture so strong, it will help you stay focused on your goals. And suddenly you realize that there's a higher value, a higher human value in what you're about to embark on than what you've left behind. Mm. Wow, uh, Coach Maggie, this is, this is good information. I, I appreciate the vivid picture of creating your future vision. Uh, I appreciate uh, the questions such as 9, 9 a.m. in the morning. What's for breakfast, right? You just had breakfast. You're just going to have breakfast. What are you wearing? Noon. What's for lunch? Obviously, you know, I'm interested about food in, in food. And who are you with? Uh, where are you going? Right? And then dinner. I like that. Mm-hmm. And do you feel that um, one of the things I want to talk about is we live in the busy times. Where, you know, we have social media, we'd have to attend, right, to all our friends out there in the world. We have families, we have work. Do you feel that um, some people don't value the time that we can find just to reflect? Uh, do, you, do you feel that some people just dismiss, um, you know, like reflection exercises? Um, how do you deal with that? Absolutely. I think that, you know, from a spiritual perspective, I learned early on to spend quiet time with, with my God. And so as a result, I, I hear, I see, I journal, I spend that time. Not everyone does. And that, that's, I think, a, sad because I think in those quiet places that we give ourselves permission to just dream, to just reflect, to, to just document where we are in our lives and to remember we need to remember lessons learned from our past and then we remember our dreams because we all have them. And I, I believe that every human being has a purpose. And so taking time out to discover, to explore, to experiment is, is key to, to being on purpose, to making a difference in this world. Because I, quite frankly, when I stop having a purpose, I believe that my maker is ready to take me home. And I'll be good. I'm good for that. But while I'm here and while you're here, I encourage everyone to make a difference. Take that time out to find out why you're here. Yes, I, I, I agree. Without purpose, I think people, person will perish. Mm-hmm. And that's just the reality. Absolutely. Um, while we were preparing for this interview, um, Coach Maggie, we talked about the project you've been working on for the last two years. Mm-hmm. And it's a book. Yes, it it's is. It's a book that... Would you mind sharing how is that project going? How is that work going? What kind of message speaks through you? What would you like to achieve? What is your intention? Um, I also want listeners to know that I am privileged that Coach Maggie is here. Uh, she taught me quite a few exercises and 
practical strategies in my life that I used in my work. So I want to make sure I give you credit. Every time I talk about it, I give you credit in my talks. Um, so I'm very interested to hear about this project and where you're going with this. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about it. I am writing a book and I'm working with a publishing coach, a branding coach, and whatever you call her, a multi-purpose human being that is in the business. I, I've had this dream and this burning desire to put a message out. And basically it is fueled by my own personal story. It's about when you reach that place in your life where you've run out of yourself. Hmm, you what does reach, that mean? You reach the end of yourself. You know, for the first 40 years of my life, I was an overcomer. You know, you reach an obstacle, you overcome it, you grow, you grow up the corporate ladder, and you're always going, 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 going. And you're using your personal talents, you're learning more, you, you surround yourself with positive people, and there's nothing I can achieve. Right? It's all about me and what I can achieve. And then you hit the wall. You've, you reach that place in your life where nothing you've ever learned is going to be of value to you to overcome your circumstance. And I won't get into what my wall was, but I hit the wall. I really faced that point in my life that said, I don't even know what I want to do next. And so as a result, I had to make a decision. Do what, what kind of life do I want? And how do I begin walking in it? And so I went through a series of steps that were um, divinely inspired, if you will. I spent a lot of time by myself journaling, thinking, meditating, asking the questions. What is it that I'm supposed to do next? And as a result, I was walked through certain steps that helped me define who I am. I'll give you the hint. The first chapter is be who you say you are. Mm What does that mean? When you start looking at asking yourself the question, who do I say that I am? You might notice that you're a different person in different circles. That you perhaps are somebody at work, somebody in your church, if you're involved in a church community, someone different at home, and suddenly there's a disconnect with who you are and how you want people to see you. And so I was very much, I was an entrepreneur, business owner at the time my company failed. And so who was I? I was no longer the president of Microsystems Development Group. I was linked to the title. And so when you remove titles, you are not the title. You are this human being. What are your core values? What matters to you? Who, who do you want in your life? And you start identifying your identity. You start looking for your authenticity. In the beginning of this journey, you probably don't know a lot about yourself because you've lost yourself somewhere along the line. Maybe you've given up pieces of yourself because you're a people pleaser or because it was the right thing to do for corporate America, whatever the case might be. If, when you reach the end of yourself, you just don't know who am I and what is the next step. So the book will take the person through a series of exercises that will encourage time out will encourage the quiet time to answer the questions, to get to the next step. And so, therefore, grow in your, in your identity, in your authenticity, until you find that spark, that what I call chispa in Spanish. Chispa. chispa in Spanish means spark. And so you got to find your chispa, your joy, your spunk. What is it about life that you've got going for you that you need to 
keep going. Keep going, do something with it. So whether somebody is, has gone through a divorce and now suddenly, you know, after many years, they don't know how to begin again. Maybe they were a stay-at-home mom and now suddenly they've got to earn a living. Now what do they do? Maybe they were in corporate America and now they've been retired. What do you do for your senior years? There's, there are many crisis moments that we walk through where we, we feel like we have no clue what we're going to do next. And that's what this book is about. It's for that no clue place. You know, what do I do next and how do I do it? And so therefore, I, I bring hope. I bring structure, some tools to walk the journey. And hopefully at the end of that, they will be more intentional, take ownership of their new place. And they will understand that they are not the degree. They are not the title. They are not the role that they serve. They are this packaged human being with gifts, talents, personality, and a purpose. And when they own that, I tell you what, they could, they could go work at Walmart, do the whole welcome to Walmart thing, and be so happy because they know who they are. So it doesn't matter what they do. It's more about who they are and how they navigate the rest of their journey. Coach Maggie, I cannot wait till your book is published and I will be one of your first buyers of the book and I will review it Make sure that I'll give you honest review and my exceptional experience that I will uh, after interaction with this book. I love that. I love that you said uh, even you can be, <laughs> go to the Walmart become a greeter because you know who you are. Right. So that just releases the stigma, right? Because you know we talk about these things. Mm-hmm. I want to just go back in one angle. When someone reaches the end of who they are. Remove the title, remove some self-proclaimed title or self, um, you know, uh, title that was given to you. Is that a scary place? It's a devastating place. It's not just yeah. scary, it's How, devastating. Yeah. It's, it's a place where you've lost your self-confidence, where you wonder what your value is, you wonder what your purpose is, you wonder if you have the energy to keep going and it's it's a it's a very difficult place to be and sometimes you don't need a big life crisis like I went through sometimes you're in your own story maybe you're in a marriage and maybe there are issues in that relationship that you don't see how you can overcome and you know you're working your job is good maybe you have friends and those are good but it, when you come home you face this story and you are at the end of yourself. You don't know how to move beyond that place. And people need hope. They need hope to know that it's just a season. You know, we go through many seasons. And in relationships or in, in your job, uh, whatever it is, it's a season. And so if we could get that in our heads and know, okay, how do I navigate through this, what I call the waiting season, mm-hmm. where you've done everything you know to do, and the outcome isn't clear, but you're going to navigate through it. And that is key to anybody going through a personal crisis. So it doesn't, you don't have to end everything. You know, you don't have to say, I'm out of here. I'm quitting this job. I'm ending this marriage. You don't have to go there. But you do have to stay in the pain for a season until you learn from it and you gather your wits about you and say, okay, this is what matters to me. This is where I'm going. This is incredible insight, and I am j- grateful uh, that you shared this with us. Thank you, Thank Coach you. Maggie. Uh, very excited about the book. I'm 
will you come back and tell us uh, when it's been released? Absolutely. I'll be singing the story. Please do. Please do. So we come to the end of our interview. Um, this is exciting. But would you mind sharing, if somebody wants to get in contact with you, would like to reach out or work with you, what's the best way to do that? Well, my website is calledtoaction.com. You can go to my blog, which is simpler, coachmaggie.com. And by the way, uh, Coach, the purse company, has a line of purses called Coach Maggie. So <laughs> don't go there. Go to coachmaggie.com. It'll take you right to my blog. And all my contact information is on my website. I'm on LinkedIn, Maggie Sabatier-Smith, on Facebook. I love to dialogue with you on Facebook. Visit my business page, Life Coach Maggie. Mm -hmm. And I look forward to hearing from you. Absolutely. And I'll put a link uh, when I publish this podcast to your blog and to your social media so people can find you and Excellent. interact with you. And I have, I listened with my heart to you, uh, Coach Maggie, and I appreciate your generosity. And thank you so much for coming. Thank uh, you, Mark. This has been fun. It's taken me to a new place. I really have enjoyed spending this time with you. Thank you so much. And thank you, everyone, for listening. You heard Coach Maggie. Make sure you go to her website. And don't forget Speak Brave website as well. We need likes, shares, hearts, comments, reviews. Share it with the world. Don't forget to speak brave. And I'll see you next time.